We're joined today with Tom McFeeders, a longtime uh, community activist in, in Albany. I actually knew Tom when I first got married. He was our landlord and um, involved with the uh, Spotlight uh, newspaper out in uh, Del Mar. Uh, then worked with Tom when he was uh, I guess community outreach director at the Focus Churches in Albany, working on poverty issues. And more recently, he's been very active in the Mansion Hill and uh, South End community at working with the village um and and also helping to collaborate something called the south end community collaborative tom is uh moving on uh, leaving our our areas we wanted to uh, have tom uh join us and give us a little you know reflection of his his time in albany and particularly his work uh in 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 the south end so tom i'm not sure where you wanted to start but how is the south end doing these days well mark uh thanks for having me on first of all um I have been doing some reflection because I signed up to uh, preach at my church, Westminster, on the 15th, which has forced me to start thinking about this. Uh, but I'm finding my thoughts still pretty much disorganized because there's some real regrets, but there's some real good news, some real optimism as well. So, I mean, the things that we were never able to do was to uh, address the situation as an apprentice all the health issues there. Edge Apprentice is a public housing project on Pearl Street, right across in the Port of Albany. A lot Correct. of diesel air emission problems. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things we discovered early on when I was working with Willie White at a village is, is the uh, amount of uh, air pollution created by the diesel trucks that roar back and forth through that, that project. And we advocated, we did all sorts of things to uh, advocate and, it's gone all the way up to the EPA and uh, <clears throat> all sorts of agencies and so on, and sort of like uh, radio silence. Uh, so that sort of thing is discouraging. The, the the number of vacant buildings in Albany remains pretty much the same. I can't solve it, and the city can't solve it, and there's some good reasons why they can't. It's not as if nobody's trying. On the other hand, there there's a lot of energy and action going on now. Uh, in the South End, uh, we all know about the grocery store that just opened. Very exciting. Uh, exciting mostly to see people walking in there and discovering it for the first time and, and, and realizing that they have this asset. Um, there's another big. Uh, that, that's the old company. McDonald's at the corner of what? Pearl and Madison. The old McDonald's on the corner of Pearl and Madison. Uh, it still looks sort of like a McDonald's on the outside, but it looks completely different on the inside. Uh, the, so there's other action on South Pearl. Uh, there are people who are doing things in other parts of, of the neighborhood on their own. Uh, entrepreneurs stepping forward. Some of them, some of this may work. Some of it may not work. But uh, people are really trying, I think, uh, to make a difference in a lot of different ways. Uh, the other really exciting thing is the potential for some good jobs good high-paying jobs uh, at the Port of Albany and other parts of, of the city uh, and the county, really. Uh, the Port of Albany, as you know, is going to be home to uh, manufacturing towers for offshore wind turbines. Uh, and even though that project has had a lot of travails and ups and downs, it uh, still looks pretty certain. And... Um, those jobs uh, we have been promised will be available to uh, low-income people who live in our low-income neighborhoods in Albany. Uh, 
possibly because of the uh, New York State uh, Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act, which sort of mandates that. But also, uh, we think there's some goodwill there. Uh, and we've been talking to other manufacturers and so on. And this is a coalition that is really countywide, led not by the South End Community Collaborative specifically at this point, but by the people who really need to be at the table for this, the, uh, the people who create jobs and, and know where the jobs are, but also the social service agencies uh, in our community that have stepped forward to try and figure out uh, how to uh, how to make sure that people who want to go into those fields, uh, learn welding or learn some of the other trades, uh, have the support that they need in order to do that. So, uh, as I said, it's exciting to watch that all develop, even though we're still a couple of years away from uh, the fulfillment of that. The MAP program is another great program, union-led uh, in the South End, uh, training uh, young people mostly uh, for these uh, union trade jobs. Sort of contradictory feelings. Uh, there's a lot more to do, uh, but there are a lot of people doing things. You, you know, I, I helped out uh, Alice Green when she ran for, for mayor 15, 20 years ago, and she, you know, she raised this theme of a tale of two cities. And, you know, I, I knew there was a lot of abandoned housing in, you know, the South End and in Arbor Hill. But when you actually went door to door, you discover, in fact, there's a lot more abandoned housing th than you realize, which you mentioned. I know the Times Union has picked up that theme, but there seems to me this, you know, this century of sort of both racism and, and, and economic, you know, inequality. You know, why has such limited progress been made on, you know, creating a more equal Albany over all these decades? Mark, I think the structural issues are the hardest things to overcome. I mean, obviously, redlining going back to the 40s and 50s and 60s, was one of the main causes for the abandoned buildings in Albany. Uh, that coupled with a, a rather uh, disastrous policy where the city and the county got together and, and uh, uh, the county made the city whole for uh, back taxes, so nobody really paid much attention, so things went from bad to worse. When you were living in this neighborhood, uh, in the mansion neighborhood, uh, in my basement apartment, actually, we all we all thought that those buildings were savable. As a matter of fact, the building we were living in had been rehabbed from a shell. Uh, but after 20 years, these buildings are more and more difficult to save. Uh, and also, uh, the laws make it so difficult to uh, to wrestle them out of the hands of owners who think they can sit on them and get something good eventually. Uh, we have a land bank. The land bank has been able to do some, but they haven't been able to really crack the really difficult areas like the core of the South End, the core of Arbor Hill, and so on. Uh, one of the things that we are working hard on, and there will be a, a group that continues to work on this, is uh, we need to have a affordable housing trust fund. Uh, a fund with a steady stream of income from a source that can't be yanked away uh, by, you know, in in, uh, in a downtime for the economy. So there's money every year that can go towards uh, affordable housing and affordable home ownership uh, with a focus on these really difficult areas. Uh, so 
that's one of the things that people are really pushing on. Uh, there's a very good group called Housing for All uh, that is also pushing right now for something called a, now uh, uh, yeah, see my mind is going to blank. Mark, help me out here. Uh, that's the inclusionary zoning where developers of large apartments, uh, a large apartment buildings uh, are mandated to uh, provide a certain number of affordable units. Uh, that's in existence now, but the number is very low. Uh, anyway, the whole idea that housing has become a crisis here in Albany and actually all across the state means that everybody now is paying attention to what needs to be done. It's not simply a, a small group of activists on working on this anymore. Uh, but the structural issues are really difficult to overcome. Anytime you make a move like this, you're goring somebody's ox, and certainly you're, you're goring uh, the developer's ox and also the city development arm uh, when you say that they should give away more. So um, nothing is easy. <laughs> well, Tom, we're out of time. Tom McFeeders, um, longtime community activist. Any final 10-second message to Albany, Tom? I am going to miss this city so much. I, I am just, uh, it's its going to be really hard. So, but I'm going to uh, where all my family lives now and uh, not getting any younger. So it's a good move. Well, thank you, Tom, for all your work. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.